Hello and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce. And today I want to talk about the different faces of the feminine, the different different flavors of the feminine essence. Because I think that a lot of the information that we have out there or that we see often really only shows and emphasizes like one flavor of the feminine. And that's that this like sweet, surrendered, soft feminine. And for the majority of women, and especially if you're in my audience, chances are you're the type of woman who is and historically has been an overachiever, type A, people pleaser, and you find yourself constantly doing things, right? And so the idea that the feminine is softer or surrendered can feel really, really refreshing. However, that is only one small part, one small flavor piece of the essence of a woman's feminine power. And I have found that when we cut ourselves off from the other aspects and flavors, if you will, of the feminine, like the righteous rage, the like Kali truth telling, the fire, the shadow, the sacred sexual power, when we cut ourselves off from these things that quite frankly tend to be categorized as dark, like the dark goddess, the dark feminine, we're really cutting ourselves off from half of our power. And for a lot of women who you're in leadership roles or positions of power professionally, there can also be this fear that if you embrace the softer, more surrendered side of the feminine, that you'll have to forego part of what enabled you, got you to where you are. And I have been really revisiting this one book called um, 12 Faces of the Goddess, and it follows the astrological calendar. And it talks about each essence of each astrology sign in terms of the feminine. And I've been revisiting this book because I've reopened the doors for the Red Temple, with which is a 12-month commitment. And it is really like where the witchy and the sexy shit meet. So once a month around the new moon, we gather and I lead you through somatic and embodiment practices sacred sexual, sacred sex magic practices, um, different rituals and activations to activate and embody each piece of the essence of the goddess, right? So I wanted to do this short form podcast and um, podcast content for you today because I think one of the biggest not just fallacies in terms of content around polarity, but one of the most damaging things out there is that it really no like colors the feminine in one shade and it really creates this like single note. 
And it perpetuates a fear of going into shadow work, a fear of really kind of like peeling back the layer or peeling back the, the veil, the curtain, and looking at these parts that we've been told are too dangerous to touch. So the righteous rage, the like bold and fucking truth-telling boundaries, the sexual power that we have as women. And again, I've really been thinking a lot about this because inside the Red Temple this month in October, our call is around, it's actually on the Scorpio new moon. And we're going to be talking about the essence of Scorpio. So sexual power, shadow work. Um, And, you know, again, I think that so much of the conversation and content around polarity and spirituality in general, in my opinion, is what I call light washed, meaning they only focus on like high vibe or be like, um, you know, surrendered and surrender looks this way and pink and white and lightness. And I'm here for all of it, right? I'm here for like the bloody, the dark, the like bad bitch energy, as well as the surrendered or like dress wearing goddess with a flower crown. And again, the truth is when we own all parts of ourselves, the feminine is an acceptance of it all. The feminine, right? If we think about the feminine, the great mother, there's this energy within the archetype, energy within the essence that is unconditional love, right? If we think about what a mother, quote unquote, should be, she should be unconditionally loving. Now, our physical human mothers may or may not have been and probably unconditionally loving to some degree because they're human, right? But if we think about the essence of the divine feminine, there is meant to be this sense and connection to unconditional love and acceptance. So the feminine is an acceptance of it all and really sees everything as an opportunity to go higher. And this is why inside the magnetic woman community, one of the foundational like mantras, belief systems is life is happening for me and not to me. And I teach practices and, um, like approaches that help you reclaim your power from any and every situation that you've experienced, especially the ones that we feel quote unquote victim to, or like that happened to us. And we're still kind of dealing with the fallout of it. And so when we shift into a place of, of the divine feminine, the great mother, the divine goddess loves us unconditionally. There's nothing that we have to do in order to be loved. And there's nothing that we can do that will ruin that love. And when we begin to project that energy out into our own lives and within ourselves, like I love all parts of myself. Now it might take me a little bit of time to get to a place where I'm like, Oh, yep. Love that part. Like for example, my brother's wedding is coming up and it took me forever to find a dress that I even kind of half loved. I just was like not finding anything. 
So I ordered two dresses and they arrived yesterday. I tried them on and I like had a fucking meltdown because it was like this, the inner teenager in me, the one with all of the body image issues, the one who was told from a very young age that her body was her sense of worth, the inner preteen teenager part of me who learn to control food and the intake of food to try and change how she looked. The inner teenager who constantly felt so beaten down by what she was told was beautiful and that being quite frankly the opposite of what she looked like, right? And I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. And so I like, I got so upset last night and I was so upset this morning and I did some breath work and I just like held my inner teenager. And at first I was really frustrated. I was really frustrated that I was having this, like what seemed to be a really extreme reaction to the fact that these dresses didn't completely fit and one could work, but it definitely needed major alterations and when I sat with her, it, you know, it took me a solid, I don't know, more than 12 hours, right? To get to a place where I was like, oh yeah, let me love and accept this part of me. And I say that because I want to normalize the fact that this work, the divine feminine tapping into your feminine power, like it is so, it's innate in us. And I think that a lot of the content that I teach, a lot of the practices I take women through, there's this element of like remembrance, right? Like it activates something so deep within you where you're like, yes, this is truth. And it is counter to everything we've been taught and conditioned to believe basically our entire lives. And that's why I've created the Red Temple. And that's why the Red Temple is a year long commitment is quite frankly, the lowest investment that I have for a year container with me. And you have the group of women who are going through this year with you. You have um, the monthly activation calls. And again, this month we're doing Scorpio and sexual power. If you join before October 8th, you'll get the breaking up with the patriarchy activation how to step into your bad bitch era. And if you pay in full before the eighth, you'll get a month of Voxer support during the year that we have together. So you'll get to pick a month that you want to have Voxer one-on-one support with me. So, which is like such an incredible and quite frankly, generous bonus because it is, I don't do single months of Voxer like as a package. So you're really getting such an incredible, incredible opportunity there. So coming back to the point, the feminine has so many different flavors. And while there is, you know, a benefit in us talking about and, and leaning into and activating that like quote unquote surrendered feminine that probably for the majority of women, like you haven't even touched. It's also really important that we go as into the dark, as we want to go into the light. That's actually the only way you can go so far into the quote unquote lightness, right? 
the degree to which you own your darkness is the degree to which you can own your light. And again, we've been so um, afraid to really own the full spectrum spectrum of our emotions because historically women have been quote unquote locked up and put in psychiatric facilities, right? I was having a conversation with a friend recently about how the majority of modern psychology was created by men and actually weaponized against women. Like the term hysteria, its etymology comes from the Greek word for uterus, right? And hysteria for decades, if not centuries, was a catch-all term for any quote-unquote like extreme emotion a woman was experiencing. So you would have women who would go through some sort of birth trauma or lose a child postpartum depression, and they would be put into a quote-unquote insane asylum for hysteria. You would have a woman who went outside of the bounds of what was deemed as quote-unquote appropriate, and she would be locked, like quote-unquote locked up. It was used by husbands as a form of controlling their wives. And so there is, tends to be this visceral fear of like, I don't want to be quote-unquote crazy right and and I say that not by not um to trigger anybody or not to disparage anything or anyone or disparage any kind of mental illness but I hear that so often from women and I've said it myself like oh god I don't want to be crazy oh am I acting crazy like it's so ingrained and so in our vocabulary but when we open up and allow ourselves to access to touch to embody especially in a safe space and with other women, different elements of the feminine, the bad bitch, the fiery, ragey bitch, the dark Scorpio sexual power, the I'm a Taurus, right? So it's like the sensual, luxurious part of the feminine, the grounded, like earth mama part of the feminine, when we allow ourselves to touch these pieces, these flavors, these essences, activate them, embody them in a safe space, it really frees us to be our full expression. So this is why I've created the Red Temple. And it really is this homage to um, millennia ago when women would gather together Typically, a lot of them or all of them would be on the same menstrual cycle. So they would gather together in a tent while they were bleeding over the course of three to five days, and they would take care of each other and share wisdom and love and support each other. It was also the space where they would come together and do different rituals to the goddess. It's where they would honor rites of passages for each other. Um, And we have so lost this sense of community. And quite frankly, oftentimes for me, when I've looked for something like this, it's been really spiritual, which is great, but there's been a disconnection from like the embodiment and the sexiness that I crave and that my work is. And so I've been saying like, it's a space for the sexy and the witchy, the sacred and the sexual to come together and for us to meet essentially in a sacred sexual temple setting monthly to move through these practices. So join before the 8th, 
for the Red Temple. You'll get a bunch of bonuses. Plus, um, you'll be able to join this month for the Scorpio New Moon. The link's below, or you can go to themagneticwoman.com backslash temple. And if you have any questions, let me know.